Welcome to There's a Sub for That. We're the front podcast of the internet. He's your host, Willie Mm-mm Madsen. And he's your other host, a pile of Skittles, Scott Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we don't plan. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're a show all about anything. Covering all the ups and down votes in about 30. And if you like this show, you can find more of us on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Or on Hive Social? Huh? Question mark? I don't think anybody wants to acknowledge when they're getting old. Maybe they do. I don't. Sexy old people do. So I'm blaming a lot of this on everything you could imagine except for the fact that I'm getting old. But, like, even just sitting here, while I'm sitting comfortably in my overly priced chair... There's your first problem. My knees hurt. I walk up the stairs into my apartment building. It's not many stairs. It's like 17. You've walked up them. Yeah, super easy. Take them two at a time. I make noises, like old man noises, walking up the stairs when I get back from work. Like, ugh. ugh." Well, I mean, it's not everybody spends all day on their knees like you, Willie, so it's understandable. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it would have taken the pressure off of it because they're all in my hips. So you're getting a little creaking and cracking in your old age there? Yeah, it's really bad. And then when I tried to do like a leg day workout. What does your doctor say? Define the doctor. <laughs> okay. What does the person who holds the crystals around your knees say? <laughs> oh, find me find me one of them. <laughs> the person who puts a finger up your bum. What do they say? That's that the doctor. That's you. What do you say? <laughs> Well, buddy, oh, yeah, they sound you. awful. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, uh, how has your week been post-Thanksgiving? Like, obviously, you said you're feeling old. I mean, maybe too much tryptophan? <laughs> it's not a real thing. I think I might have said this before, but since we started this day one of the lockdown, it hasn't really <laughs> happened. But every year before that, I have always told every one of my partners i will get sick during the holiday season and that begins thanksgiving through new year's expect one of those three major events for me to be mia well thanksgiving was that year for me you came over the four of us hung out we had a really good time and then afterwards did you get sick covid test i got very sick it was monday halfway through the day i'm like peace out guys i'm leaving work i don't feel well tuesday terrible Wednesday, Wednesday's the day that her family does their major Thanksgiving stuff, which is really like all of her cousins getting together. They have drinks and have a have yeah. a good, fun debauchery night. And then Thursday, Thanksgiving Eve, eat sometimes known as Friendsgiving. Sure. I dropped her off up there and I came right back home and I rested. I didn't even have Dang. the energy to play video games. I just went to bed. I feel you. This is the first year that I think I did anything kind of like quarantine free. You know, I, mm. I tested beforehand, but I did not wear a mask hanging out with my family or her family. Ooh, that was and the fir- that's a first for you in the last two years. It is. It felt very weird. And it is now three days later as we are recording, and I have a sore throat. Says oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott the whole time because he exists with a mask on. <laughs> when the, the camera's shut off, mask back on. All yeah. the time. <laughs> so the whole time, Scott, for those video viewers, is just like, 
Dude, uh, honestly, my my goatee looks so much better after a day with the mask on. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. There's no gel or spray balm in the world that can match eight hours of my breathing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bottle that and sell it. And we're going to sell yeah. it to you only through OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Scott's bathwater. Hey, can I tell you? Can I tell you the other mask situation? Here, it's another example of me getting old. So, any coworker who hears this, which is many of you, I appreciate you listening. Please don't judge me, but I have to Hi, sleep. Hi, Jeff. I have to sleep with a CPAP machine. Blows you all night, doesn't it? Well, I don't know if if you know the specifics about how this works, but hang on, hang on. Do you know what brand CPAP machine you uh, you use? Res. Like what's Res- it called? Resma Air. Resma Air. Yeah, something like that. Today's episode is brought to you by Resma Air. We'll take that CPAP money. Okay. This is so interesting. But the doctor, (laughs) they can do something really interesting with CPAP machines, Scott. Like Because when you put the mask on, if there's too much pressure, especially when you're awake, you might say like, whoa, this is a little too much. Like you, your mouth, like your cheeks blow up. (laughs) And I'm like, that's uncomfortable. So then what the doctor does is they tune it so that as the mask is worn over the course of like an hour or two, they up the pressure. It just like gradually ups the pressure. Okay. Is this something that they have to tune or can you do it from home too? I have zero control and this thing is connected to its own proprietary cellular network. And I get an email if it's disconnected for too long. That is so bad. That's that insurance coming coming right back at you. I wanted you to like video yourself <laughs> with the pressure <laughs> way too high. <laughs> just a big oh, that would have made great TikTok material. Oh, just man. saying. So I wake up around four in the morning, usually to just go use the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And this pressure is so much on my face that my mouth is wide open and like it's filling my lungs with air. Even <laughs> You can probably hear that I have a bit of a cold still. No, you're talking to the wrong guy. Okay. Well, maybe you guys listening can. (laughs) The pressure is so strong that I can breathe comfortably through both nostrils. That's amazing. (laughs) Resma Air. Helping Willie breathe since 2019? Maybe I didn't make this abundantly clear. It feels like the air is being throat punched down my down my lungs it is well, now so you know what it's strong. like there you go that's karma willie well speaking of things being ram routed down our throats <laughs> you know what twice this week we have had two high profile hollywood actors both involved and not involved in the mcu specifically call out superhero films as a detriment to the industry. Now, you may have heard like a couple of years back, Scorsese was kind of like hating on that. And that makes sense. He's, he said it wasn't cinema. Yeah, which is inflammatory to people who like these movies. Right. Uh, but both Quentin Tarantino and Anthony Mackie have come out and said like, Superhero movies are the reason there is no more movie stars. The characters that they're playing are the attraction, not Mm. Chris Evans, 
not Anthony Mackie. So back in the day, we used to have like George Clooney, Christian Bale, Will Smith, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like all of those big stars that you, you know, Sandra Bullock would was in speed blew up became Miss Congeniality was in gravity like we wanted to go see those movies because she was going to be in it we didn't really care what the story was nowadays we want to go see basically the only movies that are in theaters superhero movies or something by A24 that's going to scar you for life Marcel in the Shell amazing I've heard that yeah Jenny Slate incredible so my question to you is, where does the MCU end? Like, when does it stop? Make it stop. <laughs> I, I want to see handsome people in movies again. You Just because see... they're handsome. Just because they're attractive. What does that and have because to do good. with a? What does that have to do with the MCU? Because those are attractive people. I I know. I'm joking. I just want to see original stories mm. and not sequels not a continuation of a line of things that we've been seeing for 10 years. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll give you a little time to pause it on this, but I like going and see these movies. But if you recall, and listeners of the show will remember that I wanted a break leading up to 2020. Like I was not going to watch any sort of media for a whole year. And it was because of Star Wars and the MCU. Like I was just tired of it all. I'm not there yet, but I can definitely see myself thinking like, all right, Guardians of the Galaxy now has a holiday special, which if you've seen it, it's it's fairly good. But like it's out already. Oh, yeah. Just came out the other day. Is this something we really needed? Like, couldn't this money have gone to something else? The answer to that is always. Is that the reality of the world? No. Yeah, so there's got to be an exit strategy, though. Like, I can't imagine if I were to have a child next year that in 19 years they would still be watching the MCU in some sort of similar fashion. I don't know. I, I have a lot of opinions about this. I think we're just seeing, we're just seeing the, uh, the dawn of a new genre. And mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we call it the superhero genre. Maybe we call it the, the comic book adaptation the sequel genre and i've said this on on other episodes it feels like movies are becoming episodic because the money is there because financially it makes sense for them to do it i think think this through disney came out with a new show this weekend yeah and it it didn't do so hot did it no it did terrible what it's an animated film what's what's the name of it strange world it's called strange world Strange New Worlds, yeah, Star Trek. It nope. <laughs> uh, it has an audience score of sixty-one on Rotten Tomato, and that's low. That is low, especially for a Disney film. It's going to probably be considered a film similar to Treasure Island, as far as Disney goes, where it just like it has this release. There's potential expectations, and then it just bombs. And maybe not bombing because it's a bad film, like the. Critic score is 74, but it is being dominated right now by Black Panther. That took more than 90% of the box office this Thanksgiving weekend. Wow. And those are both Disney. Like, Mm -hmm. cannibalism in its finest. 
So I think it's fair to say that when a big budget studio can produce an episodic series and put it mm-hmm. out in a movie theater and still make billions of dollars, that's just what we're going to see. I just think that we're probably going to see more cinema show up on some of those streaming platforms. Sure. Do you think that the mouse has become a monster? Yes. Because <laughs> this is this is something that they're going to put a stranglehold on, and they're never going to let it go. I mean, can you think of another movie this year besides Everything Everywhere All at Once? Which, was that A24? I tried. It is. It, yeah. Okay. Everything Everywhere All at Once premiered at South by Southwest on March 11th in 2022, began a limited theatrical release in March later that month uh, before a wide release by A24 on April 8th. So they bought the rights to it and then put it out. I can't think of other movies because I didn't go to a lot this year, but do you recall any studio besides Disney and A24? Whatever Marcel the Shell came out with, I, I guess, is that was A24. something like you said. It was? Yep. Shit. <laughs> okay, <see>? <laughs> yeah. Okay, name another studio. Just close your eyes i see you typing close your eyes (laughs) because i don't know what exists anymore i have some options for you i have some things for you to think about you can okay if you name a studio i could maybe try and throw a movie that they made and also it can't be netflix it can't be like direct to streaming monkey paw productions oh crap yeah okay but but the sad part is, is Jordan Peele's production studio, who came out with Nope and Get Out, and he does fantastic films. Yes. He also does them once every two years. Yes. I think he's going to rise to stardom in the same way that you see James Cameron, the same way you see, who's the guy that made it? Christopher Nolan? Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yep. Yeah. I think we're going to see the same thing out of him, and unless you get like an artistic mastermind like one of those directors it's just it it's just going to be these same studios yeah but i mean you i guess you i guess you have warner brothers do we (laughs) (laughs) speaking of horrific things this week i think i'm on tiktok i see this video you are it's like I'm I'm getting ready for the gym. I'm I'm doing my scrolling while I'm on the bathroom. I come across this video of this woman screaming bloody murder. She's cr- climbing Mount Everest and there's a big windstorm. Everybody hunkers down in their little like walking path up Everest. And then the video pans over and you see bodies, dead bodies rolling down the mountain. Oh yeah, I saw this on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the top comments either on Reddit or on TikTok was, what makes you feel so entitled that you're going to do a sport where literally you're going to see people die? It seems so ridiculous that people would put themselves in situations. I agree with that comment. It sounds like you might disagree. I don't know if entitlement really has anything to do with climbing Mount Everest, except it does because (laughs) it's only like weekend warriors. The top comment that I saw was like, I can't believe somebody would spend 30 grand to like leave their whatever, you know, corporate job and think that they could just suddenly summit Mount Everest. <laughs> and people say it's like a huge touristy thing now. It's not even really worth it because there's long waits down at the bottom of base camp and 
basically you are traversing over dead bodies of people who weren't prepared <laughs> and they just leave you there because there's literally no way to rescue you and get you down. Nope. Doesn't sound that enjoyable, but I guess there's weirder ways to go. What do you think your cutoff of high action activity or sport would be? Like, where would you draw that line? Younger me was much more brave. And, you know, after having several brushes with death, I think right now, like putting on a VR headset and riding a roller coaster. (laughs) Scott Scott would be that like that grandma that you see where they go over the ledge and then the grandma just takes a dive. (laughs) IRL. (laughs) Oh, man, I get dizzy like standing up really fast so <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> i'm not so much action scott i'm like uh avid indoorsman scott now <laughs> dude seriously uh, a couple days ago I, I like i stood up really fast and was like oh man i'm gonna fall over i had to like grab something what is wrong with us what is happening <laughs> oh man i know it's so su- it sucks so much <laughs> my dad 30 years older than me almost exactly had like balance issues and i remember like one of the last times him and i took a trip there were moments where i'm like holding him up and i kept thinking one of the first things to go yeah balances oh god yeah and i'm i'm thinking like man this sucks i hope to never be in that situation and here i am and i don't know how to describe it but it's this moment where it's like the switch turns off and you're like i could fall over i'm gonna fall over (laughs) You sit down too long and all the blood kind of like pools. And so when you stand up, there's a big rush and suddenly your body's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with all this right here. So I'm out. (laughs) 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 Uh, I I think my line, I still want to go skydiving. Bungee jumping? No, my knees couldn't handle it. Snap. They'd snap immediately. You could go to that place in Canada, I think it is, where they just put you on a chair and say, this is Sparta, and kick you off the side. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. But I do like the idea of having uh, a grown adult on my back, Rocket Man style. Yeah, Yeah. and just like thrusting into me so I stay in the right position. No, gravity just forces you to thrust into him. Either way, you're helping their fetish. Yeah. Thrust on thrust. I'm all for it. (laughs) They should pay you. (laughs) Well, speaking of taking it up the rear, we are coming upon the holiday season, which means we're going to be spending lots of money on gifts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or are we? So we just had Black Friday and I'm going to ask you, did you buy anything? Did you take advantage of any of the deals? Uh, Yes. And no. I used our discount we already get on Adidas, and I went and bought a new pair of workout shoes. Very nice. I bought a t-shirt from an artist that I like. So Aaron Draplin, if you haven't heard of him and you're into graphic design, what are you even doing? So here's what I'll tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm walking around Target getting groceries on Saturday, the day after, and all the deals are still happening. Over by, like, the home decor, they still had TVs lined up because it must have been some sort of doorbuster. Yeah. I see this TV. It's a 70-inch Samsung QLED 4K TV. Just those words probably make a little sense to you. How 560? 
I don't know. How much money do you think it was? That's what I'm asking you. Was it five sixty? Oh, five hundred sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then next yeah. to it, next to it, Scott is a sixty-five inch for like four fifty. I was looking at that same exact TV yesterday. <laughs> what? It's a great deal. I I have like an off-brand like I don't know some like Element brand TV or yeah TLC or whatever. And that cost me like $400 like a year and a half ago. And that's like a normal size TV, like a 15 inch. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that this 70 inch 4K TV is like just fart in the breeze with inflation and we'll give you a TV? I know. It's crazy. It's, it, it probably was one of those ones that they made just for Black Friday. You know, it's got like one less HDMI port than the normal version. But still, you can't beat that. <laughs> and... Yeah, yesterday, um, if you haven't heard of Slick Deals, slickdeals.com is a great place that aggregates a bunch of deals throughout the internet. It's like Don't the go to slickdeals.com. Different, different websites. Different. <laughs> All slick, no deals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been trying to convince the missus that we mm-hmm. need a 75-inch TV in the basement, and that way I can move our 50-inch TV into my office. There is uh, a, so far, no go. N- not working, huh? No. There, there's a website that will tell you what is the distance you sit away from your television and what is the optimal size and resolution so that yeah. it scales the right way. There's also a subreddit. There's a sub for that. It's called TV Too High. And it's just pictures of people with TVs on their fireplace mantles or above their beds. And it's just like... Why would you make the angle? Why would you want to crane your neck like you're sitting in the front row of a movie theater, you masochists? Can we talk about that for a second? Because I have so many problems with how companies choose to build furniture and for how people choose to put on TVs. My partner and I, we've been like going around and sitting on different couches and furniture because sometimes furniture shopping is just fun. Right? It's nice it is. Dream. Why? on earth do these companies like restoration hardware make couches that are so long that even me like a fairly average size like five ten and a half person when i sit on the couch my feet don't hit the ground (laughs) you feel like a child yeah that's called an adult couch willie how is that an adult (laughs) couch that is so uncomfortable (laughs) i love those ones because it's practically like another bed but it's, it's the same reason that they build 19-foot Christmas trees. And when I say build, I'm not talking about you go out and you buy a 19. No, 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 no. You can go to Balsam Hill, creator of the best realistic fake Christmas trees, and buy it for, you know, your adult foyer. Oh, the cost of that Christmas tree? $7,000. What? I was taking Why out the Christmas tree. Because... I will tell you, I was taking out our Christmas tree, our fake Christmas tree. We don't get real ones, putting it up and kind of like adjusting all the branches. And I was thinking to myself, this looks like ass. <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. And I immediately went and looked at uh, brand new fake Christmas trees, but one with more realistic branches. Sure. And inevitably, because of SEO, it leads you to Balsam Hill, which has, quote unquote, most realistic looking as one of their search terms. And... It has these branches that are made out of plastic where it's like each individual pine needle is molded 
and like hung on the tree. It looks incredible. They look amazing. But the starting price point for a lot of these trees is seven hundred dollars, which is that's true. Is not that much if you're going to keep this tree forever, right? At, at uh, like twenty Christmases, it pays itself off. <laughs> <laughs> But then I started just looking and seeing like, okay, what 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 can I get? What what's better? Is it flocked or does it have lights installed on it? And lo and behold, it leads you to the oh, you want a twelve foot, you want an eighteen foot Christmas tree? We got it. Dude. And it shows customer testimonial pictures like, look how amazing this looks in our three story open living room. <laughs> oh my god! I'm looking at some of the I'm looking at some of the uh, Christmas trees here, like Balsam Hill Fraser fir from five and a half feet tall which is on sale right now scott mm-hmm. for a for 350 dollars. it is a steal up to looking... a 12 foot tree for 2400 <laughs> you can buy a whole couch or you can have a christmas tree you can Same buy price. a couch from love sack that has speakers and wireless charging in it for that amount no not for that it, that'd be like 24. i mean it's close it's close though I mean, PC Master Race will just be like, oh, $2,400? You can buy one GPU. A power supply. (laughs) (laughs) But I was tempted. I was tempted. I was like, I'm willing to spend $500 on a really nice tree right now just to get this crappy tree. It could be it, man. Like my chair. It could be the thing that you never have to buy again. And every year. I just don't know where I would keep it. In a box? In the probably the really nice box it comes in. Yeah. But getting back to the Black Friday thing and, you know, all the way through Cyber Monday, they've got these deals. Do you think you're going to spend more or less this year on gifts? Obviously, with inflation, we would expect that we're paying more already just for the same amount of things. But like, are you adjusting anything? Like, are you going from like, okay, I normally get a gift, one small gift for everybody where maybe we just draw names out of a hat this year instead? Mm hmm. Okay. Well, what are your traditions? What are your what does your family normally do? My family didn't do Christmas last year. <laughs> so I just, my sister and I Atheists. have my, the no, war on Christmas is real. It just <laughs> helps us avoid having to see our parents too much. Mm. It my sister and I have always had a policy where we will not spend money on each other. It feels like we're just round robining things. So oh, we've we've yeah. told each other like Willie go splurge on the thing that you want, go buy it for yourself and my sister the same thing but this year i ha- i'm on a i'm on a christmas list so now i have somebody for my partner side of the family that i need to buy for so now we got now we got stuff now i got to actually try okay that's the so most genuine smile i've ever seen i don't know what to tell you man I, I suck at this whole thing i generally like if i buy somebody a gift i can't wait for their birthday this is why i want the gift to show up literally the day before i have to give it to sure. them because i don't want to like wrap it and then be like what do I do with this? Where do I put it? That's kind of half the fun, though. I think, like, hiding it, doing that whole secret Santa. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. The anticipation. Oh. <laughs> uh, up until a couple of years ago, it was pretty much like, I'm going to get something for my sister. I'm going to get something for my other sister. I'm going to get something for my mom and my dad and my partner and my cousin and my aunt. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I was always in that you were, you were, and you still are. Um, But I said, Hey fam, what if we were a little bit more fiscally responsible? Because honestly, it looks like 
a tornado hit our living room on Christmas because like wrapping paper everywhere, mm-hmm. garbage bags everywhere. Like there's still packages. something fun about that though, right? It is. It's just so excessive because one of the first Christmases I spent with my partner, I went over to her house and her family did like two or three gifts. And it was like, okay. like one from her sister, a couple from her parents and you could bring everything home pretty much in your arms. Okay. And then we we went to my parents. We did Christmas Eve at her house. We went to Christmas Day at my parents. My mom and dad love just showering us with gifts. We don't ask for anything throughout the year, pretty much. And so they take it upon themselves to say, like, this is how we show our appreciation and love for you. And we would be bringing, like, three giant, like, Ikea, you know, those big tote bags. Yeah. You know, it would be, like, needy things like socks and underwear and stuff, but also bowls and uh, Orna- sweatshirts like, like just and, yeah yeah ornaments a pocket and just knife like, every year right right and it was just like i love the fact that you got this is your love language i don't need stuff right <laughs> as much as much as you need to give it to me like i don't need it that much mm-hmm. and so i said like why don't we just do one gift we'll set a budget here you go we'll draw names from a hat literally that's what we did on thanksgiving we drew names cool. from a hat and uh, then it's kind of fun because you get to like, you know, reach out to people who know the person maybe a little bit better than you and say like, hey, what were they saying? What do they want this year? And it's a nice actual surprise. So my mom came up with this idea probably 15 years ago and said, guys, we're not spending hundreds or thousands of dollars. I will get the grandkids presents, right. but I want to do something fun. And I loved this idea for my mom. It's something, it's a tradition that I would take forward. What you do is you get everybody in a car and you go to like a Walmart and you have a budget, $5 per person. The goal is to get as close to $5 per person. So total up whatever that is. And you have to walk around. You have like an hour. You walk around Walmart and you find a gift for each person. Put it That's in your basket. You put your, you put your coat on top. Nobody gets to see because you're walking around. You're seeing everybody. So like you might yeah. meet up with your dad and be like, hey, what did you get for so-and-so? Oh, I should do something similar to that. And then we get back home to my parents' house and you put out just paper bags and everybody's name is on a bag and you start throwing the gifts in there one person <laughs> at a time. And then you go around and you guess. And the fun is just like the guess and the weird quirk and it's not expensive but it, there's a lot of like coming together, which is fun. It's always good when you do that. Coming together. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it as a family. But... <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> First time for everything. All right. All right, Scott, for this week's, this episode is all over the place. We're going to do an AMA. <laughs> I'm going to tone it down a little bit. And say, I need you to think through your 40 years of being gifted gifts during the holiday. What was the worst gift you've ever received and from who? Whom? Whomst? Whomst? Well, I tend to be more of a positive guy and remember fondly even like... I'm appreciative of like anybody who gets me a gift. So it's kind of like, unless it's blatantly offensive, I'll also be like, you know what? thanks this you took the time to do this and i appreciate that time and effort but the worst gift i might have received i think was probably something that an ex-girlfriend gave me it was kind of like one of those promise 
ring things, but it was like a necklace or something, you know, and it, it like had like Oof. a little grain of rice in it with her name on it and cool cutesy for our age. But then she ended up cheating on me. So Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, yeah, I, I will regard that as like this is the most worthless thing I have ever received. <laughs> All right, Willie, it is the season of giving. Like I mentioned in last week's episode, I am going to ask you this. You suddenly win the lottery, but you didn't read the fine print all the way. Uh-oh. One of the terms and conditions says that you have to start a charity. What is the charitable arm of now future mega millionaire slash future billionaire William Matson? Ooh. Oh, you're getting you're letting me say some really nice stuff. <laughs> What I wouldn't want to do is create a charity that takes away from other charitable organizations that I think do an excellent job, like St. Jude's. I'm going to let sure. those organizations exist to fight childhood cancer. and uh, But what I do think might be missing is I would want to create a charity to help fund teachers or provide resources to schools because... You and I have talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but if as a country, we put the vast majority of our resources into education, like early education, I think we would be so much better off. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous that teachers need to spend their own money to be able to fund certain things that they want to do. Give them resources. That's, that's where I'd put all, I'd probably put the vast majority of the money in there. That's an amazing one, and any current mega millionaire slash billionaire, looking at you, Uncle Elon, if you wanted to start something like that, now's as good a time as any. Yeah, I mean, he's a multi-billionaire, so he could probably, well, he's, he probably can't afford it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did lose a hundred million dollars or a billion dollars in value this past week, but who's I will tell you, I will tell you, I think... The best way where if one of us ever wins the lottery, here's the first thing you need to do. You tell nobody, not your partner, not your family member, not your best friend. You tell nobody. You call a lawyer and that Mm -hmm. lawyer goes and picks up the check representing you. You hold them. If you can. If you, it doesn't matter. Just find it. You get a lawyer to represent you to get that money and you say that it is fully anonymous and they say my client and never once do you tell a soul that you are the one that won the lottery. Agreed. 100%. But and then just honestly, randomly show up with a really nice car. Yeah. And a if bigger lottery, dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew that's what you were going to spend it on. <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Scott, you, you've, got, you've got internet in front of you, right? I, yes. Okay, good. Using that internet machine, what I want you to do is I want you to go to Google and I want you to search my first and last name. My first 
<laughs> name. Okay, it brings up uh, <laughs> government website on how to register your baby name. Okay. Jesus, did you actually search that? My, <laughs> me. M Y space M E. This is gonna take for fucking ever. Yes, I see. I see your name. Okay. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. Now scroll down a little bit where it says images for. Okay. Look at that, look at that fourth image. <laughs> is that you? No, it's Free Willy <laughs> Three: The Rescue by John Madsen. Oh, no don't relation. Don't click on all images. Don't do it. Uh-oh. You died. Oh Hi. God! <laughs> <laughs>